A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to One for the Road, the podcast about running and the rest of your life. It's winter and we've got sore hamstrings, dark nights, virtual yoga, speedy park runs and the age-old question of whether or not to wear underwear under your lycra. It's all here in episode 10. Hi Lucy. Hello. How are you doing? Good, thank you. We're back. We are back. It's only been a few weeks. Yeah, three weeks. We're getting getting good at this. <laughs> Regular. Uh, so tell me, what have you been up to? Um, I've been doing lots of non-running things as usual, but really enjoying getting back into kind of fitnessy stuff. So the last two weeks I started getting personal training sessions. Oh. So that's been You've quite You've got fun. your own PT. I've got my own PT. Quite scary. How does this work? Um, well, it's one of my friends that I've known for a while. I'm not sure if that makes it more or less scary. Probably mm. a bit less scary because... That's good. I feel like I might not be quite so like... I kind of... You know, they'd be like, do this. And I'd be like, no. <laughs> yeah. I think it's good because he, he doesn't let me just say no. So even if I think, oh, it's okay because I know him, he, he will make me do it anyway. And then I did said the stupid thing of saying all the things I don't like doing, like I don't like jumping, I don't like burpees, mm. I don't like whatever. So I just know that I'm going to get loads of those now. Great. How long are you doing this for? Ten weeks. So up until kind of Christmassy time, mm-hmm. maybe just a bit after. So trying to build a good base for half marathon training after Christmas. Very good. So I've had one outdoor session and then one indoor session in the gym today, which was really good. Kind of going over my technique in the gym, making sure I can do squats and deadlifts and everything safely. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm going to be let loose on my own plan for the gym. So, yeah, trying to get good strength and then hopefully run a bit faster when I come to a proper half marathon training in it, January. It is all about this base fitness. I feel yeah. like every time I've come off the back of a race, I end up, before like starting the training for the next one, it's always the thing that I need to do more of. Mm. So it's quite good if you've committed, you've got 10 weeks, you know. Yeah. You'll have to do some sort of like before and after test. Yes. Well, we did kind of a, in this first session, we did a like pyramid session where it will be quite easy if we did that again to see if there's been any improvement. Mm, That's good. And also I've been advised that taking kind of like before, not necessarily like monitoring, because I don't want to lose weight taking like before and after 
progress photos is quite good because I, I do want oh, to no. kind of I'm going to be gonna start person. eating chicken yeah. on top of work. oh god no I'm not being that person but I do want to get a bit leaner in my kind of arms and shoulders not leaner um like Basically, there's a really heavy definition. Yeah, there's a really heavy revolving door at work, and I get stuck in it. <laughs> I get stuck in it all the time. So my main goal is not to get stuck in it anymore. <laughs> I like that. Um, so if I get a little bit more shoulder muscle, hopefully I'll be able to like actually push my way out of the door. <laughs> you can measure that quite successfully. Yeah. As well. Soon you're going to be like whipping way around it. So soon I'll be that person on Instagram, like in the mirror. Oh my god! Like, holding my top up. No, I'm going to want to follow you. <laughs> I promise I won't be that person. As long as you don't start posting pictures of your chicken and spinach dinner or your breakfast. Oh, yeah. I, I like food too much to just eat boiled egg for for lunch. It's a big, it's, you know, there's a scene. There's a scene there for you to explore. Yeah. I've done that before. I don't need to do it again. I like, um, yeah, I like chocolate too much. <laughs> Benefits. What else? You've been um, cycling? I have been cycling. And this is also why I'm finding squats quite hard because... I'm doing a lot of cycling. I managed 367 kilometres. Oh, what? You smashed it. Out of my 250 kilometre target. So that was pretty cool. A month ago, you were literally like, I don't know how I'm going to get to 250. <laughs> I know. But it turns out if you actually do just cycle everywhere, it's quite easy. <laughs> Works a treat. Well, it's good. I've probably only spent about £10 on my Oyster card in the last month. Wow. That's Maybe incredible. 20 but still. Yeah, good. well, when you think, you know, what, over 100 easily normally. Yeah. We found out what MTS stands for on Strava, um, uh, month, monthly training series. Yes. So, yeah. Which is... I, I was actually going to say that I might try for the 500 in November, but I've got two weekends when I'm not in London, so that's not going to happen because I just won't be cycling. So maybe January? I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, I'm happy with, with my current level of cycling, but it's made my... Hamstrings and my hips super tight, like ridiculously tight. Mm -hmm. I um, was trying to stretch my hamstrings the other day and I can't even get my leg to 90 degrees when I lay <laughs> oh on my back. Oh, sounds so, like you need some yoga. You need some yeah, yoga need back some in yoga. your life. Um, and also, yeah, just stretching to help squats and stuff like that because hips are very tight. You do notice, I think people don't stretch as much with cycling. Yeah. It feels like you don't need to as much. Yeah, especially when it's like, less than like 10k yeah I'm if you're just like, oh i'm just work. nipping somewhere but then yeah i still need to kind of forget that it's still exercise, exercise yeah <laughs> yeah how about you um i've been doing some running yay yay i like running um, at least someone does that before the running podcast <laughs> I'll, I'll remain the running advocate uh not very far though and definitely the dark nights are not helping because you know i'm not one for that and Ooh, it's, it's rained. Though, yes. The other night, I like went for the first my first run in the month on my own, mm, oh. and it was because I was walking home and it was really cold and really dark, and yeah. I was like, "Right, running <laughs> season is here, people." I find that totally crazy. Oh, I got home. The first so. thing I did was like, "Quick, I need to get into my running gear." I went for a run, and it was amazing. It was dark, and um, yeah. Felt fresh. I found an instrumental version of Let It Go from Frozen, <laughs> which I'm, I I think I posted on Twitter already, but I might do it again. Was incredible to run to. So, uh, did you did you sing out loud? Uh, yeah, along the dark yeah, um, streets. Yeah, <laughs> let it go, let it go. <laughs> Sounds like a good um, you know, like intervals training. You like you could sprint on the on the chorus. Yeah, it was great. 
and it was kind of a bit more rousing because it was the instrumental version. Yeah, because <laughs> you were inserting your own singing lyrics. Yeah. That's why. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Oh, good. Like well, please, you've been out for a run. Um, I've done not yeah nothing like of great long distance, nothing particularly over kind of ten k. But I had I've had a few little run of PBs. This marathon training stuff has paid off now. <laughs> if not in the marathon, it is now because I've had um we did that Battersea Park uh 10k that we talked about the other week um which did have really good flapjack and run through are brilliant i really think they are great organizers particularly as a person who managed to book themselves onto the 2016 october 10k not the 2015 um and when i panically tweeted them on saturday afternoon the day before the race they organ they sorted me out and (laughs) rectified my stupid blonde mistake which was very nice of them uh and the medal's cool with this little Battersea power station it was a yeah nice little race. Yeah, really. But I didn't run it. Yeah, but you were a very good support team. <laughs> I like having my own personal cheer crew now. Yeah, we had a nice group. Really lovely morning. I'm really enjoying autumn mornings for running. I'll stick on that. Yeah. And um, yeah, I've been doing a few packsters. So I've been doing yoga, but only once a week at the class I go to. So I've been trying to do a bit more. Um, and have you heard of packster? No. It's this thing where. You have videos of yoga and of other things. They do spinning and, uh, well, no, what, what do you call it? Like turbo. So you, oh, watch, okay. a, you oh. watch a video of pe- someone doing cycling and you copy them. You can join in. I presume, actually. I don't actually know what the word is. But that. <laughs> um, and loads of core videos and fitness. And you can, it's nice. It's a nice, um, you go on the website and you can schedule things. So you can schedule them to be in your calendar and send you a reminder. Quite like that. But it also... Um, What's really clever about it is you can arrange to do it with a friend. So I've been doing it with Lauren, who's based over in Bristol, and um, we're on a webcam. So we've got a webcam running and you can see each other. And then at the same time, we're both looking at the yoga video. You do the yoga video together. Nice. It's really nice. So we do, there's a really good hip opening one. And um, (laughs) the other day we did manage to talk more than the length of the yoga video. So we we talked for like half an hour and then did a 15 minute yoga video. Nice. <laughs> so our balance is maybe not quite right, but um, it's really like fun. roll straight out of bed and do some yoga without having to leave your house. Yeah, yeah. I put the kettle on, make a little tea. It's great. Um, so yeah, I've been enjoying a few of those. Uh, did park run yesterday. Did a Burgess park run. Also oh, good. Yeah. They have banana at the end. Oh really? Mm. I am. Um didn't manage to get to park run yesterday i i woke up at the exact time that i needed to leave in order to get to park run so close yeah it's a bit annoying because if you're gonna wake up late you kind of want to miss the whole thing completely yeah because you're like you could have gone if i'd have literally sprung out of bed put my kit straight on and run out the door i could have made it but i wasn't i wasn't feeling sprightly no no well i i yeah i think there's something about burgess park run that puts Mm. kind of like i don't know the blind determination in me and i figured well, you know, I've it's got a ten short shorts. Yeah, yeah. It's a very people. There's a a lot of people there who are quite serious. I think, and it's a very flat course. So people go. And it's got a bit of a reputation at a good P as a PB yeah. course, is not it? And um, I and my last PB is from there. So. My PB is from there too. Ah, cool. Yeah, it's good that it's flat. Mm. So I decided I wanted to try and beat it, um, which I did, which was amazing, but um. <laughs> We did, so I came... And now all the boys are listening are going, but what was your time? What was your time? Yeah. <laughs> my park run time. Let's go with the park run time. Yeah. My watch time differs slightly, but we'll go with park run. So I got 22.35, which I'm very proud of, like... Yeah, that's pretty... It's fast. Rapid. Yeah. 
bad. But I'm okay with, you know, great. We'll keep with that. Um, I don't know if I can repeat that. But I came... So I, what I love about Parkrun is getting all those stats. So I came 49th overall. And there was 164 Parkrunners. So I was amazed that that's so cool anyway. But there were only four... I came fourth woman. So there were only three other women in front of me. So everybody else were men. So yeah. there was like a good... 40-odd men in front of me. That's mad. Yeah. And it was the same in Berlin Marathon. There was 10,000 women entered or something. And I came... I still came... I don't know what I came overall, actually. I can't remember. But <laughs> thousands... Woman. Yeah, but that was it. Like, I came a quite a low woman amount. But so far over in overall. It's interesting to, oh, I think, I mean, yeah. to see the contrast of how much men seem to run faster. And at what varying levels... Definitely the men surrounding me while we were running were all either a bit older, who were clearly like just doing parkrun because they really enjoyed it. Um, there was a man in like a pair of cargo shorts. You know, like, he looked like he'd just gone out for a walk and then decided to do a run. <laughs> he was wearing a hoodie and a pair of like khaki green long shorts and definitely not running trainers. And he still beat me. And then another man who was pushing a pram. <laughs> overtook me at the last hundred meters and I really felt like there's a man pushing a pram who's just beat me and he looks like he's barely noticed yeah I hate when that happens also when they run really fast I guess it's quite flat but I feel like the kid inside must be like oh my god I know I know I think that child must have been a bit like what is going on (laughs) although there was someone at Berlin Marathon pushing a push chair really yeah Really? The yeah. whole marathon? The whole ma- well, I, I saw them at 37k and they were still going. I, so I assumed they could have been in it the whole time. But I thought, well... That's not a pleasant like, experience, is it? Between three and a half and four hours of just... The kid was like, uh, I just looked really bored. Four, like, I mean, what, four hours at least? I can't, well, they must have done it quicker. They, if I want someone to push me around a marathon. <laughs> <laughs> I always have that idea that if you've got wheelies, you know those shoes with wheels on the bottom? Yeah. So I could just grab onto the back of someone when I got a bit oh, tired. <laughs> and then they just pull me along for a bit. Just for a bit. Uh, how can I get how can I get someone to wheel me around a marathon? That I'm sure that exists. Like a, we could probably That'd do be something. great. You could just get on. Oh, board. you know what I should do? Yeah, I should somehow get into volunteering enough that I'm one of the lead bike people. That'd be a cool job. That would be cool. Yeah, I'm gonna try and do that. Oh, I still wanna be the person who fires the gun at the beginning. Yeah, that would be awesome. Buy the gun, then get on a bike. Yeah, and then then I'd be people. Get involved in it. I want to do every job. (laughs) Just not the actual running. Fine. (laughs) (laughs) Anything but the running. (laughs) Good. (laughs) That makes sense. Well, saying anything but the running, been doing a bit of cycling myself. Yes. You've you've, you've, uh, got me into it. Um, my we went on a little adventure. We did. One of my that was one of my post marathon goals between now and Christmas was to go on a a slightly longer cycle. So we took ourselves on an adventure to Kew Gardens. Yeah. Which actually, well, back to my house was I came clocked in at like twenty five miles in the end. It was a bit rainy. On the way there was nice. Yes, on the way there was good. I, I enjoyed the way there. I think the way back was it, I felt a little bit it was got really bleak it really started to rain when I got when we, when we split up and I went into Peckham yes. and the rain was going into my face yes. I thought yeah cycling's a bit not really I'm not really into it right now the thing with rain on the bike is I was sat at a junction and I was like this rain isn't actually that bad like I can see 
it's fine. As soon oh. as I started moving, I was like, I can't see <laughs> It's in my face. It's in my face. I don't, I don't know how you get past that, though. I don't think you can, because obviously when you're moving at speed, it is going to go in your face more. Mm. And I've I, got a little peak, so it's not even as bad. That's what I was going to say, because wearing that little hat that I've got, you need a little peak. Yeah, maybe I need a hat as well as my peak on my helmet. So I have to like pull my helmet down. Yeah, so you're protected. But Generally, it was quite soggy. Cycling outfit choices, I, I don't know. I struggled a bit. I wore a running out. I basically wore a running outfit. Yeah, it's difficult when you're when we're doing something like that and you're spending a lot of time in between the cycling doing a normal thing, mm. but you don't want to look. You don't want to like turn up in full on cycling. Yeah, like uniform. You, yeah, but what do you wear? Because we yeah we both had like running leggings on. Mm. But Which, I had a well, right, cotton right t-shirt and then you just get really hot and then I had to always have like an extra jumper in my bag and then. Oh yeah, cycling along the embankment once I had to stop, take all my layers off, put my coat back on again because it just got too hot. Yeah, and then I had really cold hands. Yes, my hands and my feet get really cold. So gloves, but then you get a bit hot with gloves on. Is there? What's the etiquette? I think he has some fingerless gloves. I don't know. There's a lot of equipment to cycling. Yeah, I'm not sure how I get my feet not to get so cold because I had two pairs of socks on, and uh, they were still freezing. Have you seen those over sock things? Yeah, over shoe things. Oh, you've got some of them I've too. I've got some on there, but I think I've bought the size too small because I can't actually fit them on my feet. <laughs> <laughs> They're like fine if I haven't got any shoes on. Which yeah. isn't the idea. It's it's challenging, I think. It's just a lot of kit. Mm. And it's a very like you're either really hot or really cold. And where's the line between, you know, just using your bike to get from A to B slap to to then being I'm going out for a ride, therefore I should wear kit. Yes. Or do I just wear the kit? when I'm going it's normal cycling that was the first time where I've actually admitted that maybe I see the point of shorts with padding on yeah whereas before I've been I was really against it really against it I was like I am not buying anything with a nappy in the bottom of it and now I feel like I might need to invest in that yeah maybe I also found myself when I was in Lululemon the other day wishing they did the cycling jersey thing they did before oh yeah I was like oh god Head into that person. We're moving in that direction. Yeah, I made a joke when we were cycling that we were like this this time next year, instead of like being in jeans and a hoodie on the bike, we'll be in like full on like for gear clips, everything. Yeah. Well that girl came with Dreamline helmet. <laughs> Those helmets are funny. I watched I saw yesterday morning there was um Channel 4 doing some coverage of the Ben Nevis triathlon. Which by the way, Ben Nevis like really interesting. Ben Nevis looks beautiful, but like Half marathon over Ben Nevis. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> no, no, no. But I was like, walk up, this would be nice. Um, but they they had those those swooshy helmets on. They look very, like, modern. Really speedy. Um, yeah. But yeah, that girl did overtake us and she was in her kit. And I thought, I felt a bit jealous because she seemed quite speedy. Yeah, and so, like... And she was sort of, like... Effortless. She was very, like, bent over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like, at the moment, there's quite a big gap between what I'm doing and what she's doing, though. <laughs> she also, had speed and agility on her side <laughs> you don't take anything with you no she didn't have a bag or anything did she no. she was just going out for a ride though I suppose but, but like what about when do you put your snacks I guess that's what you have the pockets in the back for mm. sometimes you can get those things that you put underneath your saddle oh yeah might have to get one where I keep my emergency carrier bag <laughs> <laughs> I ride around with a Sainsbury's carrier bag stuffed under my um, saddle for when it's raining then I put it over my saddle it's practical. But I completely forgot to do it on Saturday anyway. Oh, yeah, so then my um, saddle got all wet. 
yeah, it's just yeah. useful to have a carrier bag with you as well. It's true. Um, well, now they cost 10p. I mean, well, exactly. Now I can relic now because you have to pay for them. The old kind of, old kind of carrier bag. <laughs> Usually after them. Um, yeah, we did have a bit of a drama on the way home as well. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> so I got my first puncture, which I was really sad about. I felt a bit, you know. No, I feel like now mean? you can feel like a proper cyclist. That's true. I've been riding around for like eight months and I still haven't got a puncture. Oh, not that I particularly want one. No, I wouldn't. And at least you knew what to do. It's funny though because you do. I thought I was always a bit nervous that you know every now and again you start thinking, oh, have I got a puncture? And you don't really know what you're looking out for. And when it happens, <laughs> you're like, oh no, this is bad. What made me laugh is that you were cycling along going, something's happened. Have I got a puncture? And I was like, uh, yes. <laughs> My tyre was completely flat. <laughs> like, yeah, it did feel a bit different. I was just scraping the metal along the floor. It's fine. We didn't change it ourselves, though. That might have to be the next level up. Yeah, that would have taken a bit longer. It well, was I lucky. can do it, but it would, it would take a while. Yeah, I was lucky that we found a black shine. Yeah, we were quite near civilization still. <laughs> yeah, so maybe Bye, I, don't, yeah. <laughs> I don't think I'm ready for like the wilds of the countryside yet. No cycling to Paris yet for me because the flat tire situation would mean I'd basically. No, it would be like on Google. I was like, oh, it's okay. We're 0.3 miles away from a bike shop. We'd be like, we are 25 miles away from a bike shop. Um, what do we do? No, I don't even know. <laughs> yeah, you just have to change. Uh, yeah, maybe we'd only go with someone that can change a puncture. That's change, a good tactic. Change a inner tube. You know him. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me about drinking. No, it's, well, the, first, it's the first of or... November. <laughs> now it's the first of November. Now it's first of November, and I haven't drunk all of October. And to be Don't honest, well. I feel a bit smug about it, and really enjoyed it. And I'm carrying on for November as well. Very because, good. Um, yeah, I just haven't had any occasions where I thought I need to drink. So. Until that presents itself, not I'm not that bothered. Do you think? Do you miss the taste of it? Yeah, that's why I've been drinking non-alcoholic beer. Ah, you found a way around. Because I definitely think when I didn't drink in the lead up to the marathon, I just kind of craved the taste of a beer, which I actually hadn't ever done before. Yeah, I really like beer. Mm, me too. That's the thing <laughs> that is that I miss the most. Alcohol-free beer. It's not quite the same, but at least it's yeah, it tastes like beer. Tastes like beer. Oh, that. What did you enough. have the other night? That the fizzy stuff. Was it beer? No, no, champagne. It wasn't champagne. But... Oh, Schler do like a fake champagne now. It's in like a champagne bottle and it says like mm. Schler celebration. Which is a nice idea, but it was very, it tasted far too sweet, I thought. If it was in a, a champagne flute, it would actually look like champagne though. Yeah. That's but then it's weird thing. that you know like you're just doing it because it looks like it. Well, yeah, it's like the whole thing of you're only doing it to fool other people so you don't get a hard time, basically. <laughs> Which is weird. I'm not drinking it because I'm like, yeah, I really want some really sweet grape juice. I'm drinking it so that I fit in with everyone else that's also drinking champagne. Man, the psychology behind the whole like non-drinking thing and how people react to you is very interesting. And it's true. It's very true that it's very much not about yourself. It's about the impression that other people... Yeah, because I got the... um, We had some professional photos done at that black tie event I went to. Oh, yeah. And we were like all cheersing in the photo and I was holding up a glass of water. A wine glass of water in it, and someone was like, pointed it out, like, oh, look at you, the boring drink. Oh, God. And I was like, all right, fine, say that then. Yeah, you kind of just like, this is your problem, not mine. Yeah, I was, like, I was perfectly happy with my water. Or my yeah. Bex Blue, or whatever it was. <laughs> True. That's yeah, cool. no, it's good. So keep it up for a bit longer. Yes. But maybe sample a few new things. Yeah, so it's just alcohol, non alcohol uh, options are generally really shit. Yeah, I think the world could up its game. The world. The world. Everyone could up their game on mocktails. Yeah, I'm just 
drinking a lot more diet coke than I would do normally, which is quite feels like replacing one bad thing with another. Yeah, it's true. I when if I when I try and cut out sugar, I tend to eat a lot more crisps. It's that <laughs> kind of situation. Oh yeah, and biscuits still. Still a lot of biscuits. One thing at a time. Yeah. <laughs> don't try and do it all in. Don't want to cut out all the fun. It's just normal life. <laughs> Carrying on is my summary. Trying not to Yeah, the problem is it's a bit like runners. You know how like there's always all those like Taking articles that like the problem with runners is they just tell everyone about it, and that's they're like I'm in danger of being like that. Like, I haven't drunk for 31 days, I haven't drunk for 32 <laughs> days. And I was like, Yeah, right, shut up, you're still it going kind of makes it. people want me to drink more because they're like, I want you to fail now. Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna make a run for your own back. On the subject of not drinking, mm-hmm. I think one of the more unusual side effects has been um, actually being more honest than I would have been normally, and I'm not really sure why this is. Because everyone always was like, oh, I'm, I was so drunk, I was telling everyone exactly what I thought. Yeah. I feel like that's happening more so. So the other, yeah, last weekend, I ended up going to the pub and having quite a lengthy conversation about my underwear, or lack <laughs> of it, with the people I was with. Um, because it was a Sunday evening, I'd already had a shower, left the house without a bra on, which I realised once I'd left the house, then had to kind of... Announce to everyone. I don't know why I didn't need to tell anyone, but I did. Now I'm telling all of you. <laughs> I went to the pub without a bra on. But the main point of this story is we then went into a lengthy conversation about pants and when and when not to wear pants, mostly whilst exercising. Oh. So um, I always wear pants, regardless of what I'm wearing on my bottoms. <laughs> Whereas I have preferences. Just it depends on the pairs of shorts. Yes, and this kind of links to the whole what do you wear while cycling chat as well, because mm. apparently there's quite strict rules when it comes to what you wear in cycling. Yeah, because I think with the padded shorts, you don't wear pants under yes, them. Yes, everyone was quite clear that no pants whilst wearing padded shorts. Yeah, but then you're, like, sweaty, and they're padded, and, like, there's a lot of layers there. I don't know, I just feel a bit weird about not having the actual classified as underwear material so. there. <laughs> but you get some of those shorts that have kind of got, like, the in, inner short, inner pant thing in. Yes. I'd still wear pants. Yeah, see, I, some of those I wouldn't. Because some of them are more into the shape of pants. yeah. I don't know, it still feels a bit too breezy for my liking. <laughs> oh, depends on the time of the year as well, I'd say. Maybe the breeziness would be good. Maybe it's the... I don't know. I don't but think I men wear, ever wear pants with theirs, you know? No, I've heard a lot of, like, chafing horror stories with pants. But then with men, if they're wearing boxers, there's a lot more material there to chafe, whereas with women, you'd be wearing fitted pants anyway. Yes. I, I, know, I know a lot of people that don't wear pants when they're wearing, like, running leggings. Oh. But then that Obviously, means... I would always wear... Because leggings is, don't have built-ins. No, and also this is a quite gross, but like, depending on the distance I'm running, I don't wash my leggings after every run. Mm. Whereas if you mean. didn't have pants on, you'd have to. Yeah, you'd always have to. I, I can probably do a couple of 5Ks in the same pair of leggings without having to wash them. That's true. Um, also, people that wear thongs whilst running, I don't understand that. I'm not sure how that plays out. I've not tried it, and I'm not really keen to try. Uh, I feel... Truly- Mm. Or a marathon mm. with a thong, like a surely thong? that's like material that's in places it doesn't need to be in. Yeah, and you can get running. you know chafing can come anyway. Oh, imagine so chafing why? there. Yeah, exactly. I think the main reason I don't understand this is because I've never really had the problem with chafing, so I don't really understand. Does this mean my, my pants fit properly? Because like surely the only reason you get it is if. Well, there's excess material. Well, that's why I think the boxer thing. No, because I got chafing on my inner thighs because my thighs are wider, so they just naturally, have, you know, fit together. 
Well, that's because your thighs are touching, though, right? Yeah. Well, that yeah, that I I would experience, but I don't mean I mean I've not experienced yeah, material sure. chafing. Oh, yeah. oh, apart from when I run with my rucksack once, on like straight onto my skin, like I had a vest on. Oh yeah. So I got done what that. looked like two love bites. <laughs> Great look. I've yeah. got like a permanent scar for my crop top that rubbed on me once. It's like right on my bra line. It just. I don't know why. It's sometimes it doesn't seem like it's always. It always is, yeah, and it's always in really random places. Isn't yeah, it? yeah. It doesn't ever seem to have any rhyme or reason. It's great. The perils of running, though. My feet are still mashed from the marathon. Mm-hmm. Like yesterday. No, I tried to wear heels last week, like <laughs> open toed, and I had to paint basically my skin because my toenails <laughs> no are toenail just there. not there. <laughs> and I know you're not supposed to lose your toenails when running, but I did, and they I've have not come back. Yet. Yeah. My little one. In the marathon or just no, generally? Before, I, before oh. marathon. But yeah, just a little one. Just one day, just kind of drifted away. Hmm, it's pretty much one of those. Like the, where the blisters were and stuff, it's all, it's very, they're not in a good shape. <laughs> and I don't really know what to do with them. Not in a good place. I feel like I need to take them to it, someone. At least it's winter though. They probably will work themselves out by the time it gets to sandals. <laughs> I'm just going to cover them up for the next six months. I think yeah. that's the best plan. <laughs> okay. Well, let us know where you stand on the pump debate. I know. It's it's bothering. Well, I feel like when at least when I buy padded shorts for cycling, I now know. You'll know where you stand. We need to talk about these things. They're taboo subjects. Yeah. Also, if no one had told me that, I would have worn pants with my bib. Sh- no, not bib shorts. Padded shorts. What's the difference? I thought bib shorts were padded. I shorts. thought bib shorts are the ones that just have like. Yeah, they do have the, the straps, but aren't they padded oh, shorts? Oh, I guess with they straps. would be as well. Mm. So do you wear them over the top of your padded shorts? No, but that's so just to layers. hold them up, isn't it? Yeah. Which I again, I kind of feel like unnecessary. If, oh if no, you, but if you're cycling, maybe leaning over, then they start to wiggle down. I don't know. I don't know. But again, that kind of seems a poor construction in the legging department if yeah. they're riding down that much. It'd be like, no, like, runs are short. really, I've got some running leggings on right now and they're really high waisted. Mm. There's no way they're going anywhere. No. Really... Um, imagine if we were running, we had to wear like braces to hold them up. <laughs> they are like braces. Yeah. Oh, I'd quite like to try the um, play suit, the running play suit. Do you think? That, there's a chafing challenge. Like, Oh, yeah, definitely. Would that not... Well, it depends if it... You, you Obviously, they design it so it fits a person. But, you know, like, I can't Body get, length yeah, problems. I can't get a normal jumpsuit to fit me properly. Mm. So I don't I don't know if I'd be able to achieve That's the one, running play one suit. That's to hold on to for a summer topic. And I'm intrigued by the running skirt thing. I don't really understand it. Cause surely, oh, it's but, just no. But is a running skirt a pair of shorts with a kind of skirt over the top? Yeah. Kind of like, do you remember at school? Did you ever have to wear like a netball skirt? Yeah. It's that, isn't it? It's like mm. making something unnecessarily girly. Well, do you not? Does that fabric do anything more other than be a skirt? I don't think so. Because mm. it's not like a pair of pants. With it's actually pretty much shorts. A pair of shorts for the skirt. With the skirt. Yeah, which then I'm a bit like, that's just like the choice between like my double layered lycra shorts with floaty shorts over the top. Yeah. It's like that. It's like choosing between wearing a floaty short over the top or a kind of skirt over the top, which then I'm kind of like, well, I just would choose not to do that because it makes me think of what I wore at mm. school. <laughs> just not a big skirt person in general. I think that's why I'm not a big fan. No, of also true. Okay, so we haven't gotten on the run this time um, because we're a bit disorganised, but um, we thought we'd have a different section and talking about um, our love for London because we've been in London a while but I think it's good to still appreciate the place that you live in yeah so as a really quick intro section we'll talk about this more in other episodes but we thought as a good kickoff we'd just quickly tell you what our favourite views in London are so Harry do you want to start with yours 
Okay. I feel like I, I think there are many. This is the one I can think of now. It is sunrise going over Waterloo Bridge, looking to your... If you're coming from the south side of the river and going over and looking to the right, you just get... There's something about the quality of the sun coming up and the, the buildings are all in, like, shadows. So they all come up as, like, black buildings and you just get the outlines and it's just really striking. All of the iconic buildings are there. And I really like the light quality at the same time. And of course it's over the water, which is always nice. Mm. I'd rate that one quite highly. Mine is, well, I think all of mine, like my whole top ten will probably be river related. Because <laughs> I, um, well, one of my hashtags I use on Instagram is always by the river because it massively helps my love for London being by water. Mm. Um, so my favourite one, which I'm a little bit reluctant to tell everyone because it's like my secret place. So I'm not going to give it away exactly, but I live in Wapping and there's a part of um, off one of the main roads. You can kind of go down some steps and when it's low tide, you can get right to the, I call it a beach. It's well, it's sand. kind of a beach. Yeah. yeah. You can get onto the beach and um, you can look right and it's an amazing view of uh, Tower Bridge. Mm. And I just feel like amazingly lucky that sometimes I can get to this really secluded place right near my house and look at this like icon of London any basically any part of the river where I can see Tower Bridge is amazing I think it's great but um yeah that's my favorite one you have to think about that I was running the other day with a friend and we're both from actually he's from Suffolk so we're both from like east of England I've never lived like I've only lived in London our adult lives and we were running over Tower Bridge and he was like who would have thought us two little little ones from the east of England to be here running over Tower Bridge and I think that's when it kind of like swelled my feeling of oh wow I, I live in a city that people all over the world come to and, and mm. want to be and Tower Bridge is such an icon for that yeah a couple of weeks ago I went and had my like Sunday morning like coffee by Tower Bridge I just kind of like took it and went and sat there I think I might have even been in my pyjamas <laughs> it really is secluded then. yeah oh well it wasn't even that bit it was just like on a bench near the um, hotel but the only people around there were tourists and I just thought I'm so lucky that I can walk out of my house and be within yeah. five minutes of somewhere that so many people pay so much money to come and visit so yeah that was pretty nice it's pretty special when you can do things like that yeah here starts our, our fandom of London and oh, we run these streets we cycle them I feel like there's so many things we could share with you about little nooks and crannies and fun places to find mm. so Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So, take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. That's it for now. Um, we'll do our little roundup of where you can find us on the internet. I love that you look to me. Right, I've got this down now. On Twitter, you can follow Lissy at Lissy Runs. You can follow me, Harriet, now upgraded to at HS Dalton. What? Married name is now official. Uh, and you can find us at OFTR Podcast on Twitter and on Instagram. 
and our website is oftrpodcast.wordpress.com. We have some exciting Projects. stuff lined up for general one for the road stuff that's going to be happening over the next couple of months. So as that happens, we'll talk about it. But keep an eye out on all the channels for now. See you soon. See you soon.